Bruce is on The Money Show. I see we're joined by Dave Watts. Dave is a maritime consultant at uh, uh, to the South African Association of Freight Forwarders. And I've been talking a lot this week about the disruption to Red Sea shipping as a result of attacks on ships in a very narrow strait, about 20 kilometers wide, which connects it to the Indian Ocean between Djibouti and Yemen. It's one of the reasons oil prices have gone from about 70 to $80 a barrel in the last 10 days or so, because we're seeing increasing numbers of ships being directed around the Southern Cape to avoid attacks. Even the Swedish furniture giant IKEA has said today that supplies for its products are being delayed by the constant worry of attacks on shipping in that part of the world. Dave Watts with us this evening, the maritime consultant to the South African Association of Freight Forwarders. And it's astonishing to see just how many companies are having to issue statements around this, Dave. And it does give us a sense as to just how important the Red Sea is from a global trade perspective. Yeah, sure. Thank you, Bruce. Of course, it's the Suez Canal that's the real issue there because that's the only way through, well, other than coming around the Cape Coast, it's the only way through to get from the Far East into Europe and European markets. And and then, well, we know that problems the Suez can give us just a year or two ago when that big evergreen ship got stuck there for a week, caused a bit of mayhem, but short-term mayhem. Uh, this this could, of course, it depends on, on a whole load of political and I think perhaps even military issues as to how this this will last, uh, but certainly, yeah, it's, it's a big issue. Uh, is it going to impact on South Africa? I guess that's what your listeners would probably want more to know about. Um, I guess the answer is yes, it will. Uh, already, uh, various shipping lines in particular, all of whom are having to come this extra work, which I think is about an extra 12,000 kilometers, assuming, you know, they're coming from the Far East and traveling around our coast. Uh, so already one of the major shipping lines here has just announced a surcharge of $500 a, a container for consignments coming into South Africa. Now, it might be rather difficult to calculate why that's the case, and the logic seems a little bit difficult, and I must admit I think it is a bit difficult, but the fact of the matter is this line is saying we have substantial additional costs overall in our entire fleet for the simple reason that by taking an extra two to three weeks on every ship, our equipment is now restricted. Less ships, less equipment, less containers, so the price goes up. That's the only explanation I can give. And that's going to hurt us as imports into South Africa on this particular line. I'm not going to mention them. Uh, on top of already a 200 to a near case $210 surcharge because of congestion here on import boxes. So that's a big cost for us. One of the other lines, a uh, major line, not so much coming into here, but from the Red Sea, are putting very substantial surcharges on uh, $1,575 per 20-foot container, the smaller container, two seven for the big 40-foot container, for goods coming out of the Red Sea. Now, that's not a bit of an issue for us. Uh, we don't really buy much from the Red Sea, so I don't tell all, all those areas, Aden, Djibouti, Jeddah, and so forth. Um, but it doesn't, if we are, then we're going to be looking at a very substantial increase. That's really a lot of money. So for uh, South Africa's perspective, yes, there's going to be cost. That's just one line. Uh, I'm expecting other lines to introduce surcharges along those lines um, for the simple reason that if you recollect just post-COVID when a half the world's fleet of container ships was stuck off the coast of America, off of Los Angeles, was a massive problem with equipment then because it was all stuck on ships and in, in Los Angeles and Long Beach ports. And we had a 
tremendous problem getting containers and having to pay worldwide extra surcharge. So if this, this carries on here, one can visualize, not quite to the same extent, but uh, some serious problems with additional costs. Just on it's the so question, frustrating because uh, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's stuff yeah. that we can't control, Dave. And I mean, it's no, the, the evergreen getting stuck in the Suez Canal was an mm. engineering problem, and that yeah. engineering problem was resolved with you know a, a digger and a bit of a reverse thrust, and then the ship was released and everything carried on as normal. The trouble with this yeah. particular yeah, disruption week, you know, is that wasn't, uh, there's no end in sight. Yeah. No, absolutely right. I mean, this surcharge that's been announced, yeah, I think it's effective the first of January, so. That line is certainly assuming this isn't going to get cleared up quickly. Uh, I could, one can absolutely understand. They do not want to sh send their ships into an environment where people are, are helicoptering in and holding up their crew and, and basically capturing the ship or firing missiles at it. Of course, they don't want to go there. But you're quite right. Frustrating for us because it's got absolutely nothing to do with us. On the other side, of course, now we've got a substantial number of additional ships coming around that coast. Uh, some big ones too, some really big container ships. There'll be 15,000, 20,000 TEU ships, I would imagine, maybe about that size. So that's also a concern. We have spoken to the Port Authority here, just just asking them, are they, you know, obviously they're aware of it. And they have assured us that uh, just in the, we get lots of ships coming past that coast. It's probably good news that it's summer and not winter when our, our coastline gets pretty gnarly. Uh, so this is, in a sense, positive side of it. The guys have told us they're on top of it, as it were. They've got the right equipment. Should there be anything necessary? Most likely thing, hopefully nothing at all. Could be, you know, a, an injured or, or sick sailor has to be taken off a ship and brought to shore with one of the uh, port helicopters. Or if the ship's in difficulty, we do have the tugs. But look, we're doing that all the time. So we're here. We really know what goes on when ships pass us. So we're really happy with or at least the Port Authority are. Hopefully everybody else is too. Um, thank you very much, Dave Watts, who's a maritime consultant at the South African Freight Forwarders Association. Bring us up to speed with the consequences of the story we've been talking about for the last week or so, and that is the huge disruption to Red Sea shipping traffic. The narrow inlet from the Indian Ocean into the Red Sea um, is at the southern end of this channel. The channel then culminates ultimately in a gap between the Middle East and, and Egypt, which is the Suez Canal. Suez Canal was blocked for a week. It caused havoc. Um, now, uh, shipping isn't being blocked in the Red Sea, but certainly it is being disrupted. And that is coming with huge additional costs. And those ships then are going to come around the Southern Cape. It's an extra 3,500 miles for the ships to, to travel, 10 more days to move cargo, which is why those surcharges that he was talking about, an extra $1,575 on a 20-foot container, 2700 on a 40-foot container, is significant, absolutely significant. If you're moving goods around the world, it has a huge cost impact on you, of course, and of course on uh, the products and the services that you deliver. So big problems coming through, of course, in terms of the additional cost. And it's going to be uh, take as long as it takes the international community to respond to the Houthi rebels who are sitting in Yemen. And uh, one looks at the sort of forces that are gathering to combat these disruptions. You wouldn't want to, as I think Peter Brook from the Old Mutual Investment Group said earlier this week, you wouldn't want to be a Houthi rebel at the moment because the world's attention is very firmly uh, being focused on 
the uh, on that region of the world and there will be a violent response to uh, violent attacks on civilian shipping. Uh, shipping analysts in Asia are saying that every journey between Asia and Northern Europe is going to cost an extra million dollars. And so that's the estimate now in terms of the longer this goes on, of course, the deeper that problem becomes for anybody in import and export.